0: The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Tower Pizza and Mexican offers a full menu of pizza, wings, and Mexican favorites. Try the shrimp tacos, fajitas, or a Jeff's special pizza. Extra sauce, pepperoni, sausage, ham, and mushrooms, all on their homemade crust. Tower Pizza and Mexican, 2701 Broadway, Quincy.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad. Joining me today, a very cool guest, Mr. Ethan Beckler, with One of One Images. Ethan, how are you?
0: I'm good. Good, good. Glad to be
1: here. I'm glad you're here because I, I, a shame, shame on me. I've never heard of this uh, before the other day, but after I did, I took <coughs> a look at some of these images mm-hmm. and uh, they're outstanding. I mean, they're just incredible. Thank you. So let me start with just a question. So, One of One is a very appropriate name because you take images of um of these subjects that are there's nothing like them right, right? they Absolutely. are they're the only one of its kind right snowflakes sand mm-hmm. uh this one that you just showed me which is amazing and we'll get to that in a minute yes. but so your your this is photography correct correct okay yes. how did you get into this
0: um well uh back i don't know i would say 10 12 years ago um i, I was just enamored with the snowflakes that were coming down here in quincy and so i bought a little thing called an allo clip which is a little macro lens that could go onto your iPhone and I started taking pictures of snowflakes in. and um, a friend of mine about five or six years ago who lives out in Bandon, in Oregon where I grew up um, he said hey you do these great snowflake pictures why don't you try sand grains and yeah so he sent me some sand from the beach that I used to go to as a kid and it just kind of took off from there uh, photographing cool. grains of sand
1: now, where is the sand from? Because it's not from around here. No, it's right? from Bandon, Oregon. Bandon, Oregon. Okay. Yes. It's very a small cool.
0: town, about 2,500 people, uh, just about an hour north of California.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So now, are you still using the same clip? No. Okay. No, you've I've ex- moved on. Okay, you've evolved. I yes. figured, yeah, because these, these photographs are very incredible. Yeah. So on a day like today, you're taking <laughs> a picture of a snowflake, right? And everybody knows that snowflakes are, they're all one of a kind. They are. How do you capture this...
0: Um, well, I've, I've done it in a couple different ways. On days like today where it's barely freezing, um, it's very difficult to photograph snowflakes. Yeah. The best is, you know, if it's 20 degrees or lower. Um, and uh, so I'll usually catch them on maybe some denim. I've got an old pair of jeans in my car that, you know, I'll just, you know, catch the snowflake on and then photograph it with that blue background, which uh, uh, looks really great. Or I'll catch them on glass and then photograph them with nothing behind it wow and just on glass
1: very cool so real quick while we're talking about this do you have uh, a couple snowflake images yeah, you can show have, okay let's see so while you're digging through now these all of these photographs are for sale yes. uh right and if, yes. if people want to buy them they can get a hold of you absolutely um so you do have uh an email address which is one of one images at gmail mm-hmm. uh now do you have a website
0: i do have a website it's kay. just one of one and, perfect and uh and then I've got a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Okay. And, and it's, I post a lot more on Facebook just because Instagram is so video focused. So yeah. um, Facebook's a little more uh, photograph friendly.
1: Now you have all of these up there, all these uploaded. Uh, so or most yeah. anyway, most so people do. can go and yes. look and see what you see, what you photographed. And
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: these, of course, are amazing f- uh, photographs, but they also would make awesome decorations. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. very cool. I've
0: got like, um, you know, I've got. Um, cards you know packs of 15 different snowflake cards that you know people can buy calendars things like that you know here's one there's a snowflake that uh, I captured a couple years ago on denim and you see the color that's on there that pink and that blue that's from what's called thin film interference so if you've ever seen color like swirling on a bubble yeah or um, like translucent almost, Yeah. yeah and basically there's if there's an air pocket in the snowflake that thin area of air, it like bends the light and it will cause color very cool and
1: that almost looks like you know like you have like the glass ornaments or the plastic i mean it looks just like it exactly it's very very cool
0: exactly these don't come with the snowflake though attached well i mean you know however I do have a way to do that and i will be doing that in the future really yes so
1: so talk about that a little bit more because um while you're showing that actually Mm -hmm. so uh the images that that you have are of a particular (coughs) subject and as you just mentioned the snowflakes can't be sold with the 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 photograph of course naturally but you do have grains of sand and you actually include that grain of sand with the photograph that is so cool Yeah. yeah
0: here's a snowflake that i captured on glass and I needed some color behind the glass and I ended up using my business card and then just put that about an inch behind the glass so jeans and a business color. card really high-tech exactly. backgrounds I love it exactly. I love, People it. love it yeah love it yeah so and then once I moved on a little bit from snowflakes I did started working on um, grains of sand that so is here just so neat I look for garnets in the sand and I usually put a garnet on top of whatever the bottom grain of sand will be whatever that is okay um so this one right here is a very small garnet it's about uh, 0.2 millimeters wide so five of them wide will make one millimeter wow and then you can see next to my signature so there's the larger grain and then the small grain right there
1: that is so cool and of course unique i mean you look if you want something unique no one will ever have Absolutely. this photograph no ever. ever I never Just sell you. more than one yeah that is so cool um,
0: I do sell more than one snowflake picture um some of the butterfly pictures I'll do uh more than one yeah like here here's one where I've limited it to one it comes with the actual wing of the butterfly oh my so gosh. you can see up here this like Ridge up
1: yeah here. that's the actual Ridge of there.
0: the. and huh. so that's one of those little small ridges at the top that butterfly wing
1: that is insane so now you, you you started with snowflakes right yes and you just grew into uh looking at these other things like this butterfly is this yeah. a foot you said yeah this
0: is a this is the foot of a butterfly I found a um a deceased butterfly over at the um oh um the place up north with uh the Veterans Home oh yeah the yeah, garden yeah. O- uh-huh. over there I found a deceased butterfly and so i photographed the wing and stuff and i was like well let me photograph the foot that just fell off the butterfly so <laughs> i did that and this print actually does come with the uh the foot. The foot and actually i sold it this morning that's so insane someone, someone uh uh paid me for it so um that's insane i uh i did another one where i turned that foot upside down and then i put a garnet a sand inside garnet it on in the in the foot and uh, that one I posted a couple of days ago, and it got over a hundred thousand likes. Like, it, that's probably been my most famous. Uh, so you went so viral far. with a I butterfly went went foot, foot a and a piece of foot. sand. That is so yeah. cool,
1: Ethan. I love it. Yeah. So, do you know anybody else who does this? No. No. There's
0: uh, there's other people who photograph, you know, um, bugs and, and sure, snowflakes. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Don Cumaretska, he's a very famous photographer of uh, snowflakes, and he's out in Russia I think and uh so is Alexi his names like Alexey Kajalov he he's a very good snowflake photographer and uh, but anyway um I'm I'm the only one who's really doing sand grains like this um so where cool. you include the subject did you show that one yet? No, I that did one's not. really really this cool. one's very it almost looks like a fingerprint yes yeah. it looks like a fingerprint on that grain of sand yeah. and you can see next to my signature I, I'm sorry not that's down here I did a little window there's the two grains of sand that are in that picture so, so I, cool. I have to balance them first off yeah. and then I have to photograph them
1: I didn't even think about the balancing part right that's, Man.
0: that's not easy
1: I wouldn't imagine you just use like tweezers or something or no how?
0: I've got a little piece of plastic that I use and I just basically pick it up using a little surface tension and then uh, set it down
1: now is this a hobby or full-time
0: oh it's a hobby yeah um I uh I've been working at uh uh, TNT downtown, oh, okay. just downtown yeah, yeah, yeah. here uh-huh. for the last year uh, before that I was at time will drainage products for 10 years so um, this is just a part-time thing uh, helps my uh, just pays pays enough to help my wife stay home and uh, stay home with the kids and excellent yes yeah.
1: love it yeah. well I love what you're doing I love the subjects of course I've never seen anything like it uh, very 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 cool and unique uh, everybody should go check it out it's just it's something unlike I mean I've never seen it the strangest thing that I've
0: had is a request someone sent me the ashes from their mother and then I photographed those um, with some shells that they had collected and so that was kind of interesting that I bet
1: I mean it kind of seems when you first hear it's kind of morbid but then when you think about it it's like ah that's
0: my wife just said don't sneeze Oh my yeah. god can you
1: imagine yeah. <laughs> oh my god. that yeah. would be bad that would, that would be, bad. be bad that yeah. is so cool yeah, ethan i am very thoroughly impressed uh love the love what you're doing love the reason behind it mm-hmm. uh congratulations on all of your success and hopefully you continue to grow and uh may even more of your photo- your photographs go viral i think yeah. that's just so cool yeah yeah I appreciate well, it. yeah Thank of you. course so again um Ethan Beckler, one of one images of snowflakes, sand, uh, images of insects, and other subjects that you may have never, probably have never seen before, and and will likely never see again. Uh, one of one images. Go to oneofoneimages.com or on Facebook, one of one images, and uh, or email oneofoneimages@gmail.com. Ethan, so cool to meet you, yeah. and so awesome to see nice your work. You. I love it. Thank you. All right. Coming up next, Britt B and Ash C in Coffee Talk. Stay tuned. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy.
0: Tower Pizza and Mexican offers a full menu of pizza, wings, and Mexican favorites. Try the shrimp tacos, fajitas, or a Jeff's special pizza. Extra sauce, pepperoni, sausage, ham, and mushrooms, all on their homemade crust. Tower Pizza and Mexican, 2701 Broadway, Quincy.
1: And we're back. It's time for Coffee, coffee talk. talk. And uh, of course, uh, Ashley and Britt B. And today we have a very interesting one, I think. An uh,
2: interesting conversation was is. held last night at City Council, uh-huh. and uh, Bob covered a story on that. Very good story, by and the way. Kudos, yeah. Bob. Um, it's going to bring, I think, this, is, this isn't this is just going away. And the no. story or the concern was last night, somebody asked, um, what is going to be our policy when the illegal immigrants are transferred from, you know, Texas, transferred them to Chicago. Well, Chicago is eventually going to probably redistribute them downstate. Sure. Um, Illinois declared themselves a sanctuary state. They're one of 12-ish. Something like that. It's like Oregon, Massachusetts.
1: There's a whole list of them.
2: So technically every city, I guess, would be
1: within that state is technically now a sanctuary city.
2: Yes. However, there are some cities that Are actually declaring themselves a sanctuary city. Chicago was one of them, Um, and then we have places around the area that have actual, um, you know, sanctuary spots for these people. Macomb is one of them. That's one of the real close ones. Um, Beardstown. Beardstown. There was another one too. I can't can't remember. Um, So this was, you know, posed at council last night. What what is our plan? What are we going to do? Are we now? Are we a self-imposed sanctuary
1: city? per se? Or are we just like, no, uh, we haven't said out loud that, yeah. We've kind would, of just been adopted into it because we're part of Illinois. Yeah. And because we have certain resources, I guess, maybe.
2: But we don't. Yeah. We don't have the resources. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, we don't have the resources to help the our Quincyans. Own. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is the, our own aspect in this. So, um, yeah. One of the things I said was, you know,
1: the human, the human part of me, no absolutely. Virtue sig- no virtue signaling here. This is just, uh humans helping humans I say yes I want to help mm-hmm. however I equate it to um you know like the when the when the cabin pressure is lost in the plane and you're supposed to put your own mask on before you help anyone mm-hmm. else uh I think we've lost cabin pressure and I can barely put my own mask on yeah so as much as I want to help as many people as I can I think we're struggling a little too hard for that right now Uh, helping ourselves so I'll let you continue with um, some of what was discussed there last night but I think it's important to know that even regardless of what is said about how we feel about being a sanctuary city it doesn't change the fact that we're all human of course we want everyone we want to help everyone just we can't
2: before this I mean I guess before we go on with this this isn't about race nope Um, it's somewhat about culture but this is not you know about race to us Um, I don't and I think to say we want to see ours first we want to see Quincy um, thrive first I don't think that's racist to say Uh,
1: no but
2: that gets turned on when you say or when you speak out loud or say hey you know I'm concerned about this like it turns on immediately to you're a racist or that's virtue signaling and that's not yeah and like that is where it all goes to shit, you know? Because that's not the
1: argument, uh, and it's not really an argument per se. It's, yes, we all want to help people. Can we do it responsibly? Uh, Because I'll say that, you know, I don't know who decided that Illinois would be a sanctuary state. I'm assuming uh, the governor. uh, It was decided
2: in 2017 by the General Assembly, I think, and then in 2021, the governor... Kind of up that, yeah, right. So he's
1: saying yes, we will be a sanctuary state, and uh, you know, by by that effect, that means that every city within Illinois will be a sanctuary city, whether they have the resources for it or not. However, uh, if 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 Chicago doesn't have the resources, and now they have to redistribute, you know, redistribute, mm-hmm. um, they don't want to put the burden all on Chicago. I get that, but then what is the governor who decided that this was a good idea? What is he going to do to help places that? these people are are sent to Mm -hmm. because we don't even if we could right even if we had the resources we don't have a plan in place to do it properly right so and these are human lives
2: and I don't think it's going to happen the way that they said city council like the example was what happens when the bus gets shipped overnight and all these people show up in Washington Park I don't I mean, I don't know how it's gonna, ha- but I do know that this will be mandated. Like this day is coming where the state of Illinois or whoever will mandate that. You know, Quincy, you get fifty. 50. Well, it would be nice 50. to have a plan to say, okay, Which, how, how, and when is this going to
1: happen, and what have other cities done uh, appropriately that helps ease this? And I, you know, it's a burden. Yeah. Right. It's an It's a. It really
2: is. Um, it is. Because the other thing is, I mean, if you're coming here and you are going to be a contributing member and um fill those factory jobs that yep. we need filled and fill that void in the workforce that we need filled, then okay, we will welcome you. but well, it, there, it should be done
1: legally. I think but there's that's a the way big so thing. right now, it's just a an influx, right? We don't know who's coming. We don't know their background. It could be rapists, killers. Uh, they could have drugs. We're not searching. We're not seizing. We're not doing because anything. Because you can't ask. You can't ask. So that is one thing that the, the Quincy Police Department said. Uh, we're we're allowed to ask their status, right? But we're not allowed to ask anything further, I think is what
2: Yates said. But yeah, I know. He said, like, we. there is a loophole in the state law that you cannot ask an immigrant's um, legal, legal status, status without a federal uh, warrant. Yeah. You have to have a federal warrant for whatever reason to ask an illegal immigrant about their status. It's just all backwards. You know, it's all like the state says one thing, but our federal law says another, you right. know, it is federally illegal to illegally enter this country.
1: Yeah. But there has to be, okay. And here's where I get caught up there has to be something that our federal government is getting from this, right? And, and some people can say, yes, it's voter numbers because the, you know, the more immigrants we have, uh, the more likely it is that they're gonna vote uh, Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that we've seen that all over everywhere, right? In, I guess I history. don't really understand, and, though, how, how can they vote, too, if they're illegal? Well, I mean, that's what I mean. So if the federal government says no uh, illegal immigration, but yet we have open borders, essentially, mm-hmm. right? It's just an influx, and that's based on federal legislature. Mm-hmm. So if the federal government says no, but they're not doing anything to stop it, and they're allowing states to have these sanctuary states and cities, and they have to be benef- benefiting from it one way or another. And here's my thought, and I think it's bigger than just voter voter registration or lack thereof or, or voting numbers. I think it is. Uh, I think the overall agenda is to. Um, Broaden the wealth gap, right? Mm-hmm. So immigrants, when they come in, they do pose a risk to uh, the the working class. Meaning that if they're willing to work for less wages, it pushes um, United States citizens out of the running for certain jobs because they're willing to work for less. Now, I'm not saying that U.S. citizens are wanting to work. I'm just saying if yeah. they did, right? Because there is that that other narrative, right, that we just don't, we can't find anybody to to fill these jobs. Uh, So I do think that, you know, if they're willing to come over and work, great, but it is going to pose a risk to people in the United States, citizens in the United States who want to get jobs. Now they they likely will have to settle for less wages uh, because there is competition out there with the uh, immigrants, right? and uh, let me stop right there and say i know that i'm an immigrant right yeah legal or illegal i know that i was not here first so let me just go ahead and throw that out there
2: uh we're all immigrants we're all immigrants
1: okay so i i understand that uh but i think the bigger picture here is the the wealth gap meaning that it's it's bad for working class who's it good for the wealthy because who benefits the employers who get to pay less wages, right? Mm-hmm. But then also in like capital gains and people who can afford to invest money, they are investing in uh, the companies who are uh, making more money, you know, through the increase in the GDP and all of these people spending more money in the United States, right? That is going to happen. Yeah, uh, a lot d- of it will be. Uh, I, I don't.
2: I don't want to say that. Never mind. Scratch that. They aren't. But, but in, in regards to that too. Um, they aren't. Th- these employers aren't having to pay the illegal immigrants' health care, right? Because we're already providing those services for them anyway. You yeah. know, like these, we are giving them the essential services. One of them being health care, right? Um, See, I these- heard that
1: they we get we give the federal government or the state. I don't know who is giving a certain amount of money to every
2: immigrant who comes who comes in. I mean i think some it, to some degree yeah because yes. so that's you're providing them with essential services the federal government is providing the states with money and funding right but then yeah i mean you're you're so paying you them so, so you're, you're paying saying, them.
1: no this is illegal we can't have it hang on here's some money yeah and i
2: feel like it's so muddy that no one
1: knows where the money's coming from where it's going who's paying what well it's benefiting. coming from our taxes well not just i think it's 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 also, um, yeah, I think a,
2: a large portion. And then but a lot of it the is people receiving these services don't have to pay taxes, right? Like we're ignoring our own, which is right. And they're using all of you know, of course, the 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 burden on infrastructure goes up, right? Um, the burden on crime because that is yes. inevitable. Uh, if you look at Germany, Sweden, Britain right now, they all allowed immigrants in, and they are in a de- destruction zone right, right now. If you look at the statistics, the statistics on crime, is particularly rape, you yeah. know. Most of those in Sweden, it was 49% of those, um, there was like a 3,000 something, 3,039 people were raped in whatever year. 49% of those were not um, originally from S- Sweden. Okay. Um, so They were migrants. Yeah. 50% of the German crime is committed by migrants. It's just, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying migrants commit crime, but I'm saying we all are culturally different. It is about culture. Again, it's not about race, it's about culture. And America, yeah. inevitably, we surround our, I mean, at the end of the day, we are focused on freedom, right? right? Our number one thing is freedom. Well, a lot of the people are coming from a cultural mindset where not everybody is allowed those freedoms, particularly women. Sure. That's my big, beef with this too um you're bringing in your mindset and your culture of women are less than in some of these places um it is perfectly fine to stone a woman to death because she had sex before marriage right and these ideas and values yeah you can't just take that away you know and i'm not saying every immigrant (laughs) or every person thinks this way. We're not painting with a broad brush, but it is a valid concern. It is because look at Europe. I mean, it is plain as day. Like it it was the writing or it is the writing on the wall. I don't know. It's, um, I hate saying that I don't want to look at, or I don't want, if you take this, you know, and, um, this
1: is a matter of human safety, not a matter of who's committing, you know, or what, what's, it's not a matter of skin color or class or anything. It's a matter of, okay, we're not doing a good job of screening anyone coming through Right, to the yeah. United states we're not doing a good job, how but we have to have a passport. I have to have a passport to go anywhere I have not, to, like i just don't i
2: it's all asinine to me, I think that um. Yeah, like, if you took every, it, everything that we just said and, like, you're going to, and all you heard that we think all immigrants are are rapists, nope. then you're in denial of what the actual problem is. Yeah. Like, we are literally making loopholes in our state law to, to not offend people. We're not yeah. allowed to talk about this because right. we're, we're trying not to offend federally illegal immigrants. And anyone telling you, like, you know, to embrace the, like, it's wrong if you don't embrace the outsider, then you know you're 100% denying our human instincts like our human instincts instincts that have allowed human, humanity to survive for millions of years of evolution anyone who tells you to embrace outsiders with zero hesitation they, they don't have your best interest yeah. in mind well, i don't I, so I saw this thing and it was like if you're not questioning <clears throat> if
1: you're not questioning things and you're just going with the rhetoric, the rhetoric and the narrative yep. uh, that doesn't make you intelligent nor does it make you morally better than anyone else it just makes you obedient And I love that that is called out because it is uh, our duty as humans, as mothers, as fathers, as uh, sisters and brothers to unite together and ask these questions of why is this happening? And I think that, you know, it's not, if you think that it's just because we want to help everybody and everything, that's not the, that's not the story. There's a bigger story here. There's a bigger, there's a power play happening for one reason or another, whether it's uh, you know voting numbers, whether it's um, trying to to push through certain things, whether it's the wealth gap, there's something at play here, and it's not just bringing everybody and welcoming everybody in. And I think those questions should be examined under a microscope yes. because there's something here, and it's it's not helping us. I can promise you that it's not helping. Um, United States citizens to just let everybody and their brother and and I say that kind of tongue in cheek because if you look at at any video of all of these people coming through it's not women and children it's men Mm. you know so it's it's interesting if you start looking at everything that's happening with with these numbers and you question uh if you the argument is
2: women and the argument will be but you'll turn away children you'll turn and and that's where people are pulling it there Your heartstrings. I mean, if you look at it, there are there are very very few children coming through. I mean, a lot of them are uh, men. But and it's cold for me to say maybe, but like I would like to see the focus on our children first. You know, we have. I don't, have, think, we I don't have think that's. I think you can. You can't
1: help anyone until you can help yourself, and, and we that is can't a valid, even valid help point. ourselves right. right now at this right. point.
2: Like that's. Well, to say that
1: that sanctuary cities, because I saw a lot of uh, articles that said, you know, when I said who gets to decide that a state or a city is a sanctuary city, Mm -hmm. the the rhetoric is that cities choose. And I think that that is dangerous to put this all on our city leaders. I know that maybe there are some things that they have chosen that basically put them in the path of being a sanctuary city. But I'd be very interested to know if um, Mr. Trope, decided that yes he said we are going to offer this and we are going to offer these yeah. benefits and these resources
2: he did said say that they were working on a plan it was very vague like i think that this plan But plan
1: or not are we still going to get these
2: i don't know but people? they need to make it loud and and soon because transparency is yes. going to be key here um but like when you say we're working on a plan well you better have this plan get in on place um, especially if you don't know when or how we're going to yeah, Mr. People, right? uh, ben Uzlek said that we shouldn't assume these people showing up here are illegals. Mm. Um, well, we can do that by determining: Are they did documented? They, did they have the means to get here on their own? Are they working? That's how I think we can determine that. Well, I think an, uh, the difference between legal and illegal is
1: documentation, right? Yes, I think it's easy enough to determine if someone coming into but the city. But technically, you can't
2: ask. You can't ask. Uh, can th- I? You cannot ask for doc. Well, I don't know how that works. Being a citizen, and what happens if? Yeah, actually, no, I don't think so. It's the same thing. Like this originally started, I think, for landlord tenants. That issue, you know. Um, So, what happens if our Quincy Police Department, let's say one of our
1: uh, fine QPD officers asks uh, one of these immigrants if they are documented or not, if they can see their documentation?
2: They can't without a federal warrant, unless that. They're asking for some reason that requires a federal warrant. They can't ask. It's the loophole. What happens if they do? I don't know. I mean, nothing really- i say chance it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I don't I know. think
1: I think- uh, That you can get sued? I think I read somewhere that we can get sued so by- So can get sued by, s- by illegal immigrants for- No, 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 from the government. Oh. Like federal or state or something government can sue. Huh. It's just everything is fast backwards and you can't- I feel like there's just no- uh we're in the upside down
2: yes but about the city council getting on it and everything too Uh like uh like I said Uzlak said that we shouldn't assume I do think like if he is the person supporting that then in being a city leader then he should be if he's like encouraging this welcome mat then I hope that he is the first to offer his home for these families seeking shelter yeah because that's I mean it's snowing outside. It's cold outside. Where are we putting the busload of
1: people? I mean, I guess my, my question would be to anyone supporting this. What are you doing to help our current uh, Quincy poverty co- community with poverty and people? Because we just had a conversation with Blessing Hospital, who's going to work with 10 other agencies to even help the homeless situation homeless that we th- have right? now. I mean, it just doesn't seem like we can't, we can't help. People in Quincy who've lived here their whole lives, whether paid with homes or without, taxes into yeah. the community. We can't. We don't even have resources for them. No, right. So, uh, to I guess, good luck. I don't know what else to say. And, and uh, not that not that we're gonna not that we're banking on a, an increased crime rate, but I guess just be prepared for anything because there are no answers right now. And to not have a plan uh, is probably not the best plan.
2: Yeah. I, again, I want to stress that, you know, when we talk about culture and stuff like that, we're not trying to walk, like whitewash our culture. We understand no. that it's whatever, but I'm not having, or I don't think. This is
1: like, you wouldn't invite someone you don't know into your home. Well, okay? we, we, we are inviting a busload of people
2: we don't know into our home. Yes. That is insanity. That cultures might not mesh with our culture or the big the big idea of freedom, yeah. freedom for everyone.
1: Yeah. Which I think we're being, that's being inhibited every day more and more. We just don't, we don't see that as much. I mean, I think that the three big things are, uh, it has nothing to do with, um, who these people are and who they no. aren't. It has to do with the fact that we don't know who they are, right? That's number Again, one. Yeah. You number two, have your guard up, I guess. we don't have resources to help our own. How do we, ex- how are we expected to help, um, anyone else I guess it's again back to the the masks on the airplane you have to help yourself before you can help anyone else and number three what is the bigger picture and what is the bigger plan Mm -hmm. because I think the numbers and and the lack there the lack of plan is uh maybe that was expected right like oh I guess we can just shove these people wherever and let's not forget Whoever they are, they are still people. Human. They are human lives, yeah. and I feel like and we're you're playing using them
2: as game pieces. They are pawns on something
1: on on some level or another. We are using them under the guise of helping them, yes. and I think it's disgusting. Yes, and shame on uh, everyone in support of of quote unquote helping people mm-hmm. that you don't even I mean no. you know nothing about, yeah. and I want, you don't have the resources to help.
2: I want our Quincy community to thrive with the same like culture that we have of you know a culture that encourages productivity Mm -hmm. it encourages values and it it encourages peace overall and I just don't see those culture things happening if we're not putting the people that are putting the effort first you know if we're not putting Quincy first, then then these this culture isn't going to happen.
1: Hopefully, uh, if if nothing else, maybe part of the plan can include having our concierge that we have, you know, for other people moving here, just to bring them in and be like, oh, yeah. hey, hey, well, hey,
2: we've hit 45. There you go. <laughs> 45 right? by and 30. I, <laughs> and that's not being,
1: that's, you know, a little tongue in cheek, but hey, these are the expectations uh, of Quincy, and mm-hmm. if you want to fit in and, you know, be a productive member of society, here's what you can do. And I think that would be a really good starting yeah. point. So let's include that in the plan. Right, yeah. I, like I don't that. know. That's the only idea I have. <laughs> well, that's about it. I don't know if we have any other resources, but maybe we can create some pretty damn quick. Hopefully, yeah. we will. Yeah. Hey, thanks for all the information. Yeah. Uh, I, I know s- it was heavy. But. You know, but these things, I don't always know enough about them, and I can always count on you to bring me, uh, bring me the information, and then I think we, in turn, have a nice conversation that uh, kind of throws it out there. Like this isn't us being. Um, we're not being. I don't know, we're not being just pessimists and yeah. we're not being we're, being, we're being realists. concerned. Realists, I think is more like, yeah. it. you know, just, I don't think if you look at any other sanctuary city or state, I wanna see how, I wanna see- How who's it's benefiting
2: who's, that city. Yes,
1: and who's doing it well, and let's take some pointers and until Absolutely. We see that, yeah. I wish we could just be like, you know what,
2: er, yep. I think
1: we're gonna back out on this. I
2: think our city leaders need to stand up and say, er, er, I mean, if we don't have a plan, which we don't, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. okay well on that
1: note i think we'll we'll tie it up right yeah all right well that's been uh, a great
0: Cheers. coffee, coffee talk. talk muddy river news our home our news